Hey, my name's Emma. Hey, my name's Maddie. And you're listening to The Pilot's Pandemic. Hey guys, welcome back to episode two, season two of The Pilot's Pandemic. We are so good to have you back and we've got some juicy topics today. How are you doing, Maddie? I am doing really good. I mean, I just got back from Florida, so I'm feeling super refreshed. Nice, nice. Is it still hot there? Oh my gosh. So like the change in weather from West Coast to East Coast is so drastic. Here in um, my little town in Washington, it's like, you know, getting super cold and they're like, oh, cold front's coming. And, you know, fall colors are in full blown and then I go to Florida and it feels like summer, it's humid, I'm sweating in every crevice of my body. I'm like, can I get naked and walk around Magic Kingdom or is that illegal? Uh, yeah, it's just, it's hot. <laughs> I feel that every single time I'm like, bruh, every single time I take my dog for a walk, I'm like, um, I really love to like just put on a bikini or something and walk around because this is not worth it. Even in my house, like here in North Carolina, it's October, we have like, in the beginning of the month, we had a week of lovely weather. It was super clear, dry, like not humid in the 70s. And then that was one week of it. And here in North Carolina, it's been nothing, but it'll be like 80 degrees every single day. It's humid. It's hot as shit. My mom's like, um, guys, we can leave the air conditioning off now because it's fall. So free air conditioning. I'm like, mom, I'm sweating out of every single orifice <laughs> you, can ever, you could ever imagine. Like my eyeballs are sweating. <laughs> like my eyelids are greasy okay yeah your guys's humidity factor is wild yeah kind of sucks kind of sucks but I love North Carolina I love North Carolina all right well we're gonna get into it guys but we do have a very controversial subject today um so I do want to read a little bit of a Uh, just a disclaimer for you guys. So before we speak on this subject today, Maddie and I would like to state that our personal views do not reflect our political stance. It is our mission to help create conversations safely and responsibly for the betterment of aviators. Um, The following statements were all resourced from public websites and news sources, but for information regarding COVID-19, visit www.cdc.gov. But here's what we know. So if you guys have been following the news, um, there has been a lot of speculation over the past week because, who was it? Southwest had canceled over, what was it, Maddie? Like 2,000 flights? Yeah, 2,000. And they have come out now, and the union and everyone is saying that it was all weather-related, but there was some conflicting... um, conflicting evidence in the beginning because when this first started happening the FAA came out and said they did not know there was any weather and they were not sure why there were delays and then it came out more and it kind of seems like the subject like the rhetoric of the conversation has changed a little bit but here's what we do now um and don't hold me to this this is all allegedly like I said we source this from public websites news sources etc so over the past week there's been a bunch of vaccine mandates on Monday Southwest Airlines became the latest U.S. airline to mandate its employees get vaccinated against COVID-19 
after the recent Biden mandate. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, Biden had made a mandate um, that mandates that all, what is it, federal workers, Maddie? Yeah, anyone contracted with the government. And so for most pilots should know this, but pilots flying for airlines because airlines are, they are contractors for the federal government that includes pilots. So many airlines are in government, are government contractors, like I said, therefore they must meet that deadline. Um, Right now the deadline is December 8th, but that is kind of varying among different carriers. Um, The only carrier that hasn't come out to talk about this yet as of a day ago was Delta Airlines. Um, And all that they have said is for their unvaccinated employees, they will be enrolled, who are enrolled in the company's healthcare will face a $200 monthly surges charge. Um, I guess out of their insurance is what I'm figuring that means. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. United Airlines in early August announced that it's 75,000 employees had till October 25th to get fully vaccinated or face termination. Frontier um, has announced that all their employees must be fully vaccinated by October 1st. So those dates have already kind of gone out the window. Um, American Airlines, Hawaiian Airlines, Southwest, Alaskan, JetBlue, and many more have either given an October or a November deadline for their employees. Like I said, a lot of conflicting news has come out about pilot protest and whether or not the recent flight delays were a result of a standout. But I do, we do know that an anti-vax protest took place in Dallas in front of the American Airlines headquarters. Um, the APA union, one of their spokesmen said, quote, we are not anti-vax. I don't get calls from the stereotypes that are anti-vax. It's from normal people trying to make a tough decision that affects their livelihood, end quote. So this is going to be a tricky, tricky topic, right, Maddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll cover it the best we can. So I think I'm, I'm seeing from what my research tells me is more than half of a lot of the like employees are vaccinated. Um, But there seems to be a quarter of them that are a little bit hesitant. And we kind of wanted to break this down for you guys and explain why some people might be hesitant um, against this mandate. Because as Maddie has said on social media, pilots are a little bit different when it comes to um, just anything medical related. Yeah, anything that pilots do medically they first have to think about their medical so I kind of go at it with thinking about pilots medicals and how they feel towards their medicals and what they've kind of done in the past what their routine is towards getting any procedure or anything done that affects their body putting anything inside of them they are always thinking about their medical and how that could affect them and their their status so with the mandates while most workers uh, all over the united states have been mandated to get the vaccine and they've done it there have been some unwilling groups but we have to remember none of these groups have a license that hinges off of their medical like after off sorry off, off of their health so What that means is 
pilots have like this just extra level that they have to be very specific about what they do towards their medicals. Um, and so the main problem with the mandate is we don't know what the vaccine will do to these pilots after they get it. There are known cases of adverse reactions to getting the vaccine. And whenever you have adverse reactions, that's just a red flag for pilots because there's no guarantee they won't have an adverse reaction. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the frustrating part. So if they have an adverse reaction, what that means is they will have to declare that with their AME, their aviation medical examiner. And when they do that, the AME will have to report that to the FAA and the FAA will pull their medical and make them go down a special issuance process. So a special issuance process takes a lot of time. And we can't really pinpoint what adverse reaction a pilot will have. There are numerous reactions that they could have and they can be minor or they can be chronic. And that's the scary part with the chronic adverse reaction that could really take them a long time to receive their special issuance. Mm -hmm. So once that special issuance process is started, usually it takes over a year to receive your special issuance back. Many of the pilots that I've talked to have gone down the special issuance process for known medical problems have taken up to 18 to 24 months to receive their special issuance. So for a line pilot, that knowing that, knowing it takes that much time to receive your special issuance back can be a huge hindrance to them wanting to get a vaccination because they know there is risk. Now it's not only the time involved, it's the cut and pay when you're not working because they don't have their medical, they can't keep flying. It's the, if they have a family, how much the cut and pay affects their family life at home, because we know that money is a huge reason people have problems in their marriage as well as with their children so that's a big thing that we have to think about and that can affect their mental health as well and then we have to think about how much money it costs pilots to receive their special issuance and then again and then also the the very fact that when you go to seek your special issuance it is never guaranteed what do you do in that situation, right? Everyone needs to get vaccinated, but we theoretically do not know who's going to have a bad reaction and if they even will have a reaction. Um, and it's kind of like, how do you help comfort these people? Because I'm just going to go back to that quote. These are not anti, which, okay. So the protest that went on in Dallas, it was half like airline employees and people affiliated with airlines and then the other half of those people it did draw the anti-vax crowd so that's yeah that's the downside of this is if you talk about it you're going to draw the wrong kind of attention you draw the wrong crowd and like that guy said these aren't anti-vax people these are people that are really really afraid to make a decision that could affect their their entire livelihood yeah yeah And the thing to point out, too, that what we're talking about, we're coming at this as a very logical approach. There's no emotion behind Emma and I's 
talking about this. We want you to think about medicals and mandates logically instead of having a political side. So yeah. that's why we're even talking about it because there is a logical stance behind why pilots are refusing to get vaccinated or have concerns. And of course, there is a, a percentage of them who are probably anti-vax, but I yeah. feel most of them, the concern yeah. is their medical. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, just wanted to give you another disclaimer that um, Maddie and I are just, we wanted to have this conversation today because we really want to talk about aviation news and things that are current within the aviation industry. So us talking about this does not mean that we are anti-vax um, and we do not affiliate with any kind of anti-vax associations. Um, again, we're just trying to create a conversation. So thank you all so much. Um, Going forward, you're about to hear a question segment that has been butchered. Um, I, Maddie and I were supposed to do questions with each other, but right when we began recording the question segment, I had somebody call me and my audio after that started to get really glitchy. So this week you'll be kind of getting to know Maddie a little bit more and then next week I'll answer some of those questions so you can get to know me a little bit more um but I I did my best you guys will have to um forgive me this is the second time Maddie and I have recorded this episode because of audio issues so pardon our technical difficulties and I hope you're enjoying this week's episode thank you so much Let's get back on to a lighter subject, Maddie. We had some questions that we wanted to ask each other. And the first question I wanted to ask you was about the best date you've ever gone on. And we talked about that a little bit. And it kind of leads into the next topic that I wanted to talk about and how you've been watching an Amazon show called Modern Love. On Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. I will tell you both. So I have two stories then. So my best, my best date, right? Best date with my husband. I first met him in 2013. And our best date literally was like in the very beginning of our relationship, which he like kicks himself for. But he didn't tell me what we were going to do. He's just like, get ready. Make sure you have a jacket because I'm always freaking cold. And we are gonna go on a date and we're gonna have dinner and I was like okay so I got all primped and ready looking my best to the nines (laughs) to the nines gotta look good you know honeymoon stage and Mm -hmm. (laughs) he took me down by the water because I live in the P&W I live right next to the ocean and we live like five minutes from this park he took me to and we're walking down I'm like what are we doing at the park like are we just coming here to watch the sunset what are we doing and I start I take like five steps and I see a table out in the distance with 
a white cloth on it and there's flowers in the middle it has like the plate set up it looks like it's like a fancy restaurant but it's on the lawn and the water's the backdrop it was just like a perfect scene everyone start you know get get your notebooks out are you taking notes get your notes and yeah so Jess is like looking at me to look at my reaction because he loves like when I'm surprised and I'm like oh my god is that for us he's like yes and it turns into this like five course meal it was just perfect the weather was perfect too thank god because it rains here all the time and this company they had only done a one-on-one dinner for us because when Jesse had called and asked for them to set it up they they were like well usually we don't do this but it's just something in your voice and of course he was like hey I'll give you some standby tickets if you do this for me (laughs) so they did it yeah Yeah. and like everyone walking by was like are you on the bachelor like no (laughs) wait did Jesse give them any standby tickets for real yeah they wanted to go to San Diego we're like here you go have them so yeah I was about to ask like where did they go I think they went to San Diego so awesome that is so awesome yeah so forever in the books he has to like live up to that and I don't think he he will ever top it because it was just so perfect yeah yeah well that's so cute oh my god Thank so you. how did how did you and Jesse meet? We okay, so that's my like aviation love story. So if you guys I watched the cutest show, if you like love stories and shows that are like not based in reality where someone's gonna die in a heinous way and you just wanna be happy, <laughs> <laughs> go watch Modern Love. It and also it just shows how relationships evolve and that everyone has like a different kind of love which I think aviation marriages like people look at me and like oh my god your your relationship is just so perfect and we've always gotten that just like how we met so I'm going to tell that story but also know like we are not perfect we have our own struggles yes we have this amazing love story but you can still have an amazing love story and not meet in the most like romantic of ways so which I'll tell you about (laughs) after you get done (laughs) yes So me and Jess, I always say this was kind of like written in the stars. I really, truly think that if you want to go, that's fine with me. But I said, he's um, my my twin flame. Yeah, (laughs) he's my twin flame. Uh, No, but he, the way that we met was at the airport. I was a customer service agent slash ramper slash cargo agent. I did all there. And that day that Jesse had flown into the airport on a turn and burn, he called and asked for me to come out to the plane and I was ticket at the ticket counter so I was like why is a pilot asking me to come out to plane I don't know any pilots and I thought for some reason he knew my dad and my dad had just previously passed away in a plane crash he was piloting up in Juneau like two months before I'm before this happened so Mm -hmm. that was kind of my thought process like okay maybe he knows my dad and he'll have a story to tell me because I always love hearing about my dad. So yeah. I go out there. That's actually the first question I asked. I'm like, how do you know me? Do you know my dad? Or are you from Wenatchee? Because I had been working at the Wenatchee airport um, in the interim. Mm-hmm. And he was like, 
no I just I did my research and oh <laughs> right away I was Sauce. Like, uh this boy may be a stalker and so kind of like everything he was saying after that I was like oh my god he's like stalking me on Facebook oh and I think at the time I didn't even have an Instagram it was that long ago so he is like also stuffing his face with a breakfast burrito and so I'm not really like attractive. Did like, like he's eating and he was eating because he was so freaking nervous to even like talk to me. He said, yeah. and I just like he. I think he, the last thing he said to me was like, "You you think you want to go out for like a drink or coffee sometime or lunch?" And I'm like, "Sure." And I just book it off the plane because I'm like, I need to go back to the counter. I don't know who yeah. this is, and I will never have to see him again because I just. I didn't get his number or anything. And so I ran off the plane, go back to the counter, finish what I'm doing. Ten minutes later, my coworker comes up and she's got this piece of paper in her hand. And she's like, Maddie, the the pilot wanted me to give this to you. I was like, okay. So I unfold the paper. It's the data sheet and it has Dusty's number on it with his name. I'm like, oh, what a playboy yeah so what I did is I had my coworker, who's like still me and Jesse's best friend to this day Mm -hmm. I was like hey Thomas that's his name I was like hey Thomas please like go stalk my this pilot that I just talked to and Thomas like he he, his like talent is stalking people at the at the airport um so (laughs) literally he's like I got you girl and he found out like that Dusty was my age, that he worked for this airline, and that his mom also was working for the airline. I'm like, what did I just get myself into? So I text him after this, like later that night, because I'm like contemplating, should I talk to, like, should I do this? Because at the time I was like kind of weary about pilots. They were not the nicest. And, yeah. you know, my dad was a pilot, wasn't something that I was like, ooh, pilots. So. Yeah. I text him. I was like, I need to see your Facebook because, you know, we all have a little vain parts of us and, you know, we all have to be attracted first. So, yeah, I wanted to see just like what he looked like normally and not in his uniform and not eating a freaking breakfast burrito. So I go stalk him on Facebook and he, and he was cute. Like he was kind of nerdy. He still is super nerdy. But I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go on a date with you. Why not? And so we did. And from there, the rest is history. We've been together ever since then. Wow. Dude, wait, you forgot the arrival. Oh, yeah. yeah. The most important part, this is why I say it's like written in the stars. When Jesse flew in, he flew in on the Maddie one arrival. So my name's Maddie. And he was so crappy at remembering names. Still to this day, he's terrible. And that, and literally, that's what he said. He's like, the only reason I remembered your name is because we came in on the Maddie on arrival. I'm like, List slash grossest injury for me. What about you, Maddie? Injury for me. Oh, girl. I, I am what some people don't know about me. Okay, so I'm an athlete, former collegiate basketball player. But I'm also just so fucking clumsy. It's ridiculous. So I injure myself all the time. Like my husband was like, we're literally like, putting more money into our health savings account because of you. Like you're the one that needs it. <laughs> oh, thanks, babe. Yeah. So I'm going to injure myself all the time. So my 
I'll do my like most grossest injury because it's memorable and this probably happened like four or five years ago. So I obviously am a personal trainer. So I was working out at home and I thought, hmm, I'm going to do a canyon squat. So a canyon squat is when you put two platforms in the gym. It's like two boxes or two uh, step boxes. Yeah. For me, I was using two of my dining room chairs and you set them apart. Oh my God. And I've done like multiple things on these dining room chairs and been fine. Multiple things? I work out Like what, Maddie? Yeah. <laughs> like step up. Oh, yeah. And that too. <laughs> uh, no, like, but I have like for workouts. And so I was like, this will be fun. I can do a canyon squat. Well, for a canyon squat, like the reason you're doing a squat on chairs, like both your feet go on this, on the chairs. And then there's a space between and you hold the weight in your hands and it goes between your legs. It's so that you can get a deeper squat. Yeah. And you can put your weight down farther. So I was being like, just stupid, you guys. Like I wasn't even doing the canyon squat right. I was just literally standing on these chairs to do a squat because my weight, I had it at my chest, which is called like a pistol squat. And Ooh, you're supposed girl, to hold it. I'm envisioning it. all this right now. You, you look good. <laughs> yeah. But you're supposed to hold it between your legs. Otherwise, it defeats the point of doing a canyon squat. So that is the first like wrong thing that I did. So as I'm doing it, I'm zoning out and my chair starts to move and I'm like, fuck. Mm. Uh, so I have a 25 pound weight plate at my chest and the chair starting to tip and I'm in mid squat and my cats are running around too. I have a little kitten at the time and there's a, a cabinet next to me and it has glass on the front so all these things have ran through my mind in like two two seconds like not even while I'm falling <laughs> I'm like quick on my feet so I was like I can't tip into my cabinet because I'll bust the glass and it'll yeah. cut me so like I was tipping that way so I try to push my weight like my inertia back to the left side mm-hmm. and I'm fa- I'm still falling uh- with this weight and I see my kitten running by him and I have this 25 oh, pound weight plate. I'm like fuck 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 I didn't want to squish her so I keep, yeah. I keep holding it as I'm falling I'm I'm super surprised I didn't like tear a muscle and honestly like at the last second while I'm falling I drop the weight plate on my toes <gasps> and oh <laughs> yeah it was so painful but I have like the most highest pain tolerance I don't know why I thought this, but I just thought I have just stubbed my toe really bad. And that's why it's so painful. Oh, my God. And I didn't have the courage to look at my toe. Like, right away, I'm just, like, yeah. sucking up the pain. I'm just breathing really hard. And then I look at it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Maddie. I'm, It's, like, severed off the toe next to my big toe. Almost. <gasps> it's right at the right at the cuticle. It cut it almost off. and then yes and the toe next to it was like blue on instantly and I'm like my eyes get so big and of course Jesse is not at home because he was down at his dad's thankfully he's in Washington state but he was down at his dad's sleeping because he had like a red eye to Anchorage so I had I couldn't get a hold of him because he was sleeping yeah, and I couldn't get a hold of any of my friends because they all work nine to five jobs. Yeah, and they're 
their dental assistants because I used to be a dental assistant. So they were working and they wouldn't answer the phone. I'm like, shoot, who's going to help me? Because I can't drive either because yeah. my toe's so messed up. So I slide my ass down to my neighbors and he I knew that he would be home because I live in like more of like an elderly community so (laughs) I saw my ass down to my neighbors he opens the door his like shirts off and then he like looks down at me and he's like this is not the way I ever expected for you to come to my door (laughs) and I was like I'm so sorry take me to the I'm like this I'm like take me to the clinic not even the hospital I'm like, just take me to the clinic I think they'll be able to fix it so he does awesome neighbor and I go to the clinic and they're like uh we can't do anything for your toe like, oh god to you need to go stitches. to the ER <laughs> yes your toe is pooped so I am like great I had to wait six hours in the emergency room to get my toe just to get stitches in my toe and wow. I cannot tell you, like, I've torn my ACL. I've had two surgeries on my knee. I've had shoulder surgery. This freaking toe situation was the worst pain I've ever had. It, um, while I was waiting in the air, it was fine. But after I had got it stitched back together and in the middle of the night, when kind of your like Vicodin is wearing off, my yeah. nerves are like trying to reconnect. And that pain <gasps> oh. is excruciating. I was, like, hitting the wall. I'm like, Jesse, get me as much pain medications as you can. He's like, you literally just took one. I'm like, it's not working. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I... I, on my 21st birthday, I was walking up a boardwalk in the Outer Banks, and half of it was, like, concrete, and it was covered in sand, and I was just kind of, like, I didn't realize the boardwalk had come up so soon, and I couldn't see it because, like I said, it was covered in sand, and I literally railed my my one foot into this it was like a lip underneath the sand a concrete lip underneath the sand and girl when I looked down I I didn't even think about it it happened so fast and I was carrying like chairs and you know you're like slightly intoxicated and there's a lot of things (laughs) happening it's your 21st birthday I'm like not thinking about it and then the person I think it was my boyfriend who was behind me he was like why is there like a little like there's like a little blood trail right here on top of the sand and I looked down and girl my toenail was gone. It was gone. Oh, gone, oh. gone. I was like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. Of uh, And this was the start of the trip. We were there for a week and I'm like, I have no toenail and I'm going <laughs> to be in the sand. This is great. Like I'm literally call me aquamarine because my next toenail is about to be made of sand. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap up this week's episode. And if there's any like other weird, random non-aviation related questions that you have for us dm us shoot us i don't know how else which we did set up an email and we're going to put that in the podcast description and that will also be in our bio description so if you ever want to write us and tell us a story that you'd like us to tell you want to stay anonymous you want us to tell your name doesn't matter um and like i said any like random questions you have um i know this is an aviation podcast but like we said in the first episode, you are so much more than just a pilot. And I think one way that we can really reiterate that to our listeners is by having segments like this in the podcast that are just kind of talking about normal things, um, day-to-day life. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. So, Maddie, do you want to tell them about the giveaway? Yes. Awesome. So, 
we had mentioned the giveaway at the beginning and I am just going to tell you the real quick, like down and dirty details, but I will be posting a reel later today. So if you need like a more visual uh, Instagram post to see what it is, then that will be posted soon after we record. So the rules are that your incentive is that if you sign the petition or you donate $1 to the petition, we will enter you into a raffle drawing of of $200. So you have the opportunity to win $200 by donating $1 to the petition or signing. Now, if you've already signed and you're listening, you're like, hey, what about me? Your signature will be counted into the raffle as well. But if you want to donate, you can also do that. You just have to go through the the signing process again. It's not going to double sign for you, but that's how you pull up the donations window. So $1 is one raffle entry. If you donate $5, it's five raffle entries. So for each dollar you donate, it will be a raffle entry. And then your signature counts as one entry as well. And we're going to do the drawing for the raffle on November 15th, which is my 33rd birthday, because my our ultimate goal is to get to the 7,500 signatures so that we can get this petition seen by the decision maker, who is Sam Graves. And we want him to see that so that we can push this petition to Congress. Yeah, yeah. And guys, like she said, so like if, you know, and change when you go in to give donations, like she said, you'll go in like you're going to sign. Um, and if you've already signed, it'll take you to a page where you can donate. Um, I believe that 25 or $20. So like, depending on, and that's what I was getting to is you guys are probably wondering what is the money going to towards. So when you donate through change that helps us get promotions. So change will promote, depending on how many donations we have change will promote the podcast and it'll get seen by more people. So for example, um, I just had somebody donate and I was able to get advertising and change showed the petition to 625 extra people. Um, also whoever donated, thank you. It was an anonymous, anonymous donation. Um, and also thank you to all of our donors. I was going through it the other day and there's so many of you guys that have donated. And I just want to say, I appreciate all of you so much. Like you don't understand. And I, I think there's also a lot of people that don't understand I'm not getting this money. This money that you guys are giving goes directly to the petition. And that money is what's going to get us, like Maddie said, seen by our decision maker and get this thing boosted into Congress. Um, if you're wondering, there will be on the change website, it'll tell you like what your money equates to, but I'll give you guys the rundown right now. $20, which would be 20 raffles for you is 250 petition views. $25 is 625 petition views. So that's $25, 25 raffles. Um, and then if you wanted to make a larger donation, we've got a $50 donation and a hundred dollar donation. The 50 would be a hot, that 1,250 views. And the hundred dollar donation is 2,500 petition views. So you guys can donate as much as you'd like, I guess. Um, Obviously, the more money you donate, the more chance you have at winning the raffle because that's more raffle tickets. But 
change also allows you to do a custom number. So if you just want to donate a dollar or $5, anything counts and anything that we can get to help boost this petition is awesome. So by you guys doing this, you get the chance to possibly win $200, but you're also doing something for the good of not just Maddie and I, but this is for everyone. Yeah, and the $200 doesn't come from the donations that you guys have made. It's out of my pocket. Like, this yeah. is something that I am, me and Emma are both very passionate about, and we want to get to these signatures. So we thought, like, hey, $200 can, like, do a lot for someone, and you can do whatever you want with it. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we just want we just want you to sign and if you donate, that's awesome too. And that really will get you into winning the incentive. Yeah. And if you guys when you guys sign the petition, um, go ahead and send us if you'd like, which I can see everyone who's signed. So this isn't you don't have to do this, it's not mandatory, but when you do do the donation, make sure if unless you email us or DM us. Um, and let us know that you signed and how much you donated, you'll have to remain unanonymous. Um, if you decide to sign or donate anonymously, we will not be able to see who you are. So you're going to have to send us a screenshot um, over Instagram, Facebook, or our email. So that was the only other thing that I could think of um, for people like yeah, that, because I know some people are going to want to donate anonymously. Yeah, so if you that's a good point. If you donate anonymously, then uh, make sure you look at the email that Emma will link to the show notes and send us a screenshot of your anonymous donation so that we know. And then also the last thing I'd like to add is if you win, we are going to first contact the person because um, we will email you. And if you want us to say that you won, we'll, de we'll definitely love to share that. But if you want to stay anonymous as the winner, we can also keep it, keep it anonymous for you. Definitely. Well, I think that wraps up this week's episode, Maddie. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I had a great time talking about all the crazy stuff that's happening right now. Definitely. Definitely. Well, guys, again, like she said, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate subscribe and review the show get your mama your daddy your grandma <laughs> your uncle your auntie whoever you can get to sign this petition get them to sign the petition um but for now keep the blue side up and the brown side down guys and that's all until next week Hey guys, I wanted to give you all another small disclaimer that our petition is in no way, shape, or form affiliated with any kind of anti-vax movement. Um, we are not anti-vax. That is not what our petition is for or about. Um, I'm assuming that most of y'all know that because it seems like most of our listeners are listeners that have been with me since the beginning. Um, so you guys know what the petition is about, but for new listeners, um, listen to episode um, one, I think it'll be one, and it's titled 25 Years. So that'll give you a little bit of a better understanding as to why I created my petition. Um, but basically, 
The petition advocates for pilots' mental health and physical health rights, um, so being able to have avenues of seeking help, um, which aviators don't have much access to without the threat of job loss, which we've talked about and covered a lot. So I just want to make sure that you guys have a full understanding of why we chose to talk about the subject that we chose to talk about this week and that you guys are full on well aware that we are not... um, we're not coming at this from any other standpoint other than to have a open discussion and create a conversation so thank you um if you're still listening you're in for a little treat our cool kids only segment because only loyal listeners listen till the very end guys if you have spotify um i'm going to there will be a little sample of the song at the very end of the episode and i'm going to be doing this from here on out it'll be just a small segment and it's going to be songs that i would fly to or remind me of flying um this week's song is titled lamb's wool by foster the people um I love this song, guys. Uh, It'll be a little bit of a mix of music. If you're not into the music this week, just hang on. Like, I listen to a wide variety of music. So it'll be a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, So anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, Everyone have a beautiful weekend and stay safe and happy flying.